Hello and welcome to the Galaxy Podcast. This is a special edition, Easter edition podcast. Why is it a special Easter edition podcast? Well, because this is a story of resurrection and rebirth. My personal resurrection and rebirth. That happened May 10th, 2013, when I decided to rededicate my life back to Christ. I understand that's a weird concept or a whatever to, to certain people, but um, it it directly influenced and changed my life for the better from that day forward. So I wanted to share that with people, with my friends, with people that follow me for hopefully an understanding of who I am and what I've gone through and not to boast or gloat or do anything, but more so to give somebody else hope that they are not alone out there in their struggles and their failures and in their forgiveness. And I'm going to talk about a lot of deeply personal shit. It's going to be hard. Truth be told, this is my like 12th time trying to record this because I didn't realize how hard it would be. You'd think somebody like me with the gift of gab would be able to just talk about himself all the time. But unfortunately when you're listing out all your failures and things, makes it a little uh, harder. So please, I understand if you want to unfollow me or things, but if you have questions, if you have issues, just PM me. Listen, I'll talk to anybody. I'll answer any questions. I'll speak the truth. That's all I want. I just want the truth to be out there. I want to show people what radical honesty is like and what it could possibly do for you because radical honesty saved my life. Radical honesty saved my life. It turned me from being a very horrible person into what I consider to be a productive member of society. And I think a few people would agree with me. But May 10th, that was a big day for me. Prior to that, I joined the military at 19 years old because I couldn't make it on the outside, outside of my parents' house. I moved out 10 months, moved back home. Thankfully, they charged me rent, but that didn't last long because after making a terrible, making some unwise mistakes. I ended up uh, getting a girl pregnant and she terminated the pregnancy, which was a major blow to me. And definitely solidified that uh, I wasn't going in the right direction. So my grand, my stepfather was like, yeah, it's probably time to talk about that uh, military thing again. So January 26, 2001, I joined the military and I uh, went through training and everything, got to 375, September 3rd, I think it was, of 2001. In my military career, very, very basic career, nothing special. I came home early from my second deployment with 375 to go to Ranger School. And me and a friend made a dumb decision to go out drinking, and he got a DUI. So we both got RFS, and I got sent to Korea. And I never went back to school because I always felt I was ashamed and I gave up my one chance. And I made a stupid decision, so I never got a tab. So I am that RFS scrollless tab, which has been tough. I dealt with that for years, for, for a very long time. That was a big burden on me. It was a big failure. Thankfully, I didn't let it completely ruin me for the rest of the time in the military. I tried to do the best that I could. I tried to represent the best that I could and did a little over six years and got out. Why to this day? I don't know. Probably a preconceived notion that I said I was going to, and I felt like I needed to do what I said. Um, maybe it was fear. I don't know. I uh, ended up getting married while I was in the military to my first wife. 
I was not a good husband. I did a lot of mean things that I'm very, very sorry for. I've expressed that level of sorry to her and always continually hope that she will forgive me. And that was part of, uh, part of the rebirth of myself was going through a pretty, pretty nasty divorce all by my doing. And uh, I ended up losing custody of my kids for a little while. I had to jump through some hoops and stay, stay at an old boss's house when I had custody. Thank you, Jason Colbreth, for always being there for me. And Melissa Colbreth. Can't forget you, too. Uh, but in that time frame, after getting divorced, I, uh, I really started to find myself. A buddy of mine gave me a book called Radical Honesty that showed me the definition of what lying was, lies of omission, lies of admission. It helped me identify what my strength and weaknesses are. And then I started working on them. I started becoming radically honest. I mean, overly honest. People would give me weird looks for how honest I was being and felt like it was, it was necessary. It was this purging of like, I have to be completely honest about everything before I can start to scale it back. And I was, and it helped me through a part of my life that I needed to get through a, a single part of my life. Um, it was, it was a fun couple of years. It was an interesting couple of years, but I look back on it as a definite stepping stone and thankful to be past it. Uh, which kind of catches us up to May 10th, 2013. And that day is important because it is the day that I lost a friend that I had just reconnected with over the last couple months of that time. I saw him graduate SF selection and I was talking to him about being a dad and being a husband and just life in the military. And unfortunately on May 10th, he died because he made a stupid decision while he was stateside. And it shook me up pretty bad. I didn't realize how bad it would shake me up. And the same day, I, what I thought was a very strong and solid relationship that I could continue was in fact not and had different aspirations and different, uh, different thoughts about the relationship. And those two things together just sent me to rock bottom. And I found myself on a park bench at 10 o'clock at night on a Shelly Lake, crying my eyes out and confessing that I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I'm a better man for it. Since then, I've reconnected with a, a bunch of people that I served with. I reconnected with the buddy that eventually got me onto a reality TV show where I met my wife, Carissa. I would have never met her, and I was in the right mindset, too. That was a very important part. I had grown up physically, mentally, spiritually enough that Carissa wasn't just a target. She was an interesting person, a person, a woman of personality, of travel, of interest. And, and, and our time together was spent learning. And it was something that I'd never really experienced before. And it was, it was a very awesome experience. And uh, even better that when the, the show and things was over, she was committed to coming and staying with me in North Carolina because she knew I had kids and I wasn't going to leave them. So I'm, I'm incredibly thankful for her making that sacrifice because she ultimately cur curtailed or derailed her own career to do that. And since then, we've uh, we've had our share fair of disagreements and struggles and loss of trust in each other and, and forgiveness and compassion and mercy and everything. And it's just been an amazing experience to have, to have the desire to continually want 
to work on a relationship with somebody, um, not only for for you but for them. And and through church and through other couples, all other strong couples, I've learned to understand that it is about taking care of yourself first, not not in a selfish way, but just you can't do right until you get right. And thankfully. I've got a lot of strong influences around me to help that have helped me get right so that I can do right. And I'm sure tons of couples will agree with me out there that marriage is not easy. Relationships are not easy. Friendships are not easy. They take immense work. You have to work at them. You have to seek them out. They are not going to seek you out. And I find that this is some of the biggest struggle the veterans face, people in general, I guess I've come to learn people face is they think that these things are going to pop up on their screen like an ad to buy something. They think friendship is something that is going to scroll down their Facebook page. But in reality, it's right out their front door. It's on the baseball field. It's on the basketball court. It's on the running track. It's on the trail. It's in the, in the church. It's in the, Rotary Club. It's in the Raleigh Chamber of Commerce. I mean, it's there are so many places for relationships and friends. You just have to go and, and search for it. And you have to be right with yourself. And, and I'm very thankful that I've got a strong network of people that are helping me continue to be that way by holding me accountable, lifting me up when I need it, and, and always being there for me. Like, I'm sure you, people have heard me talk about it. F3 stands for Fitness Fellowship Faith. It's a men-only Christian-based organization, fitness. Uh, we work out in parks all over the country. That, that organization saved my life. It was there for me in a time when I didn't really have much else. And it was a solid foundation of strong men that hold me accountable and allowed me to exist in a place where they would accept me where I was, not leave, they wouldn't leave me there. They would continually make me grow. And I'm incredibly thankful to be a part of it here six years later still. So I say all that for all the people out there that might be struggling. It might be looking for something or might be not ready to be radically honest. It is one of the most freeing things that you will do for yourself is exhibiting radical honesty through your relationships to yourself. Be radically honest with yourself. It is okay. You're going to learn things about yourself that you didn't know. You're going to experience things that you never thought you would, but it is going to be so much better than the alternative than what society wants you to be like. It is so, so much better. It is so le- so much less painful too to be that way. So I hope this podcast helps out somebody. If you're struggling in your marriage, if you're struggling in your relationships, reach out to us, reach out to me. I will talk to you. I am willing and able to help anybody that's willing and able to help themselves. You have to be willing to do that. Nobody is going to do this for you. This is a hand up, not a handout. But you have to be proactive. Men out there, you have to take control of your relationships. You have to get off porn. You're not doing your wife any favors. 
you're not doing your kids, your, your sons any favors by continually perpetuating those habits. They lead to nothing but heartache. And we have to do better at standing together as men, as strong men in communities around the globe, around the country. Men that stick together, like-minded interests that consistent, consistently make an effort to stay connected, to really know each other, know and understand each other, because there are fewer, fewer things above a heart's desire to be understood. And most men, we just want to be understood. The easiest place for us to do that is in a, a community of well-respected, trusted men. We can get it in our wives, but they're always going to be someone that looks at through life in a different lens and we can't expect them to look through the same lens as we do we can only accept ex expect them to complement our lives and and be a partner in life with us so if you're out there and you're struggling please pm me pm us get in touch with us we want to help you i want to help you find your asthma i want to help you start to become the better version of you whether it's in relationships or business, it doesn't matter. There are people out there willing to help you. But thanks for listening. Range lead the way.